Well, we are doing a standalone uh, sermon today, simply called Healthy Church. And um, I'm excited about just one standalone series uh, uh, message. I do like series because it helps me kind of build on them. And uh, I feel like there's, there's a, not a whole lot you can do in just one message. However, today we are going to uh, focus in on just one simple thing, and that is um, about a healthy church. Now, next week I start a series called What If It's True, where we will explore the truth that will not only help us think differently, but to live differently. What if it's true begins next week. And and by the way, this is a great opportunity. It's a great series, I feel, for you to invite some unchurched friends because we're going to be asking some really important questions. So today, we're going to be in the book of Acts. If you have your copy of God's Word, whether it be printed copy or digital copy, um, you can uh, turn to Acts. We're going to be in Acts chapter 2. And by the way, if you have downloaded the church app, (laughs) I feel like an infomercial up here. If you have downloaded the church app, guess what? You can go to the More tab on the bottom right and go to Notes. And I have the scripture there. I have my points. In fact, you can actually see the points that I'm going to be talking about before I even speak them. Ooh, that's awesome. So if you go to the, um, to the more tab on the bottom right, go to notes. Uh, you can actually send yourself some notes if you type notes there. And uh, so it's actually a pretty cool deal. Um, so, but we're going to be in, in Acts chapter, uh, chapter 2. The setting of this passage is after Jesus rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, ascended uh, to heaven, and then sent the Holy Spirit, and the 3,000 people who came to put their faith in Jesus after the Apostle Peter's message to the crowd in Jerusalem. So we have all of those things have happened. Jesus died. He rose uh, from the dead. He spent 40 days on earth. More instructions, more encouragement, ascended into heaven. Um, The Holy Spirit was sent in the upper room. Peter uh, spoke an incredible message through the Holy Spirit. And 3,000 people came to Christ. And uh, the church was born. Boom. I mean, when, when, when God does something, he goes big or goes home. And he did. He, he went big and he, Jesus did go home. So we, um, we, that's where we pick up in this passage. So um, in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47, it simply shows um, what the healthy church looks like. And, and uh, if we want to look at the, uh, the healthy church, and, and I, you probably have read this passage before. But if you want a good picture of what this sort of looks like for the healthy church, then look no further than Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47. And it says this. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. When it says they, the church, the people, the the believers. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All of the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. It's important to know what a healthy church looks like as 
Churches have seasons where they need to do health checkups. You, you have health checkups. You should have health checkups. You know what that kind of looks like. Back in 2019, around 2019 is what we can configure, is that I was starting to have some health issues myself and uh, had some high blood pressure, had some blood sugar stuff, and, and just lots of different things. And, and um, so I was like, okay, what's going on? I mean, obviously, you know, I'm getting older. It, it was around the time when I turned 50. I'm 52 now. And so as you, as you start getting older, as some of you guys can, can attest to that, things start hurting differently. And you got to start doing things differently, and having a different lifestyle. And so that's basically what we figured out. After many months of testing and all kinds of stuff, it was basically this. Frank, you're just not disciplined. You're just not disciplined. And my wife has been saying the same things for years. And if I would have just listened to my wife, then, you know, she, she could have saved me a lot of grief and heartache. But it not only affected me, it affected my family as well. And in fact, I remember one Sunday, I was ready to preach, and some of you may remember this. I was ready to preach a sermon, and I had to stop. Um, I, I wasn't preaching at the time in the service, but right before the service began, I was not feeling good. And so I had to, I had to go to the ER, and someone else had to step in and preach for me. So it was even beginning to affect the church where I pastor. So I was like, all right, this is, this is crazy. This is ridiculous. We've got to get a handle on this. And so through lots of just talking and, and planning and, and, and discipline and everything, it, um, we were able to get my health to a place where I'm, I'm able to stand up here and deliver messages. I don't have as, as, as many of those problems before. And, um, and so, just taking really good care of myself, I think. My wife some days think not, you know. But y'all pray for me. That'd be great. But we all go through health checkups. And it's important that a church does a health checkup as well. To where they, they listen to the heart beat of what Jesus is doing in their life. What the Holy Spirit is doing and what the Holy Spirit is saying. And... If the Holy Spirit really isn't doing a whole lot of moving in their life and in the church's life, then there's something that we need to look at. So what are some things we see in this passage? What does a healthy church look like? Well, number one, a healthy church is a devoted church. A healthy church is a devoted church. Sound, healthy doctrine. And, and not, not only are they devoted church um, to, the, to each other, but they're devoted to the word. A sound, healthy doctrine is essential to the spiritual health of a church as we are devoted to the word of God. Now, I'm talking about not just as a church when we're collectively together. I'm talking about individually. So when you and I, when we leave this room, when we leave this space and we tune in, uh, you know, stop tuning in online and the service is over and we go back to our normal lives, guess what? We need to be devoted to the word then as well, not just when we are together. Without the word, a church is like a garden without a protective fence around the vegetables, which are then eaten up by all the critters at night. The early church continually devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and a healthy church will be devoted to good, sound doctrine. 
It would be devoted to the word of God, the scriptures. So a healthy church is devoted to the word. And a devoted church is devoted to one another. There was a sense of community and shared values in this early gathering of believers. This wasn't just a a potluck dinner. (laughs) These early Christians shared true intimacy and depended on their fellow saints. It's hard to be devoted to to one another if you don't know one another. So it's important that we know one another. And, And just so you know this, as I get through this passage, which isn't gonna be long, I'm gonna share with you some incredible tools that we as a church are moving forward with to help us to have a healthy church. So a church, a church is, a, is devoted to the word and devoted to one another. We've gotta be devoted to one another. We've gotta encourage one another. We have to lift one another up. You ever been down and you just need to pick me up? Did you know that there's a, um, there's a kindergarten pep talk? Have you seen this? A kindergarten pep talk. If, if you dial this number, don't dial it right now. Unless, I mean, I can't stop you, but whatever. So it, it's 707, and I don't have a screen to this, so I, I just kind of added this last night or this morning. But, but 707-998-8410. If you call that, then there's a kindergarten kid. Now, it's not live because that's kind of creepy, right? But it's a pre-recorded kindergarten kid, and they're telling you, okay, if you want this, if you want encouragement, select one. If you want this, select two. And you can actually select those, and there's kids, kindergarten kids, giving pre-recorded messages of stuff like, you can do this. Don't let anybody discourage you. I mean, it's pretty cool. I called it last night, and I was inspired it was great. I did. I called it last night. I talked to a kindergartner, like really late last night. I didn't really talk to them. I'm not creepy, you know. But, you know, but it's really, really awesome. So just like the kindergartners, they, they, you can call that number. We as a church, you should be able to call one another in church and say, I need to pick me up. I need someone to help me. Well, how do you connect to your church? Just wait. I have an opportunity for you to do that. Why? Because we want to be a healthy church, okay? We want to be a healthy church. So we are devoted to the word. We are devoted to one another. And a devoted church is devoted to prayer. Everybody say prayer. Throughout the Acts, we see the church's vibrant prayer life. They prayed in the temple. They prayed in homes. They prayed in prison. They prayed in private. They prayed in public. They prayed together and on their own. They prayed when they encountered the sick and crippled, and when they faced the intense persecution. They prayed with the release of Peter from prison, and prayers launched the first missionary movement. In other words, prayer was the fuel for everything they did, and so they prayed without ceasing. We will not see signs and wonders without prayer, period, we will not see signs and wonders without prayer. In, in, that, in that passage we just read in Acts chapter 2, what did they saw? They saw incredible signs and wonders. Incredible. People getting healed, like right before their eyes. You keep reading the book of Acts, people raised from the dead. 
A boy falls out a window. Okay, you think he's dead. They pray over him. He gets up. They go back. They continue church. That's a real deal. That's the real deal. And so they devoted to one another in prayer. We are not going to see wonders and signs unless we pray together and pray for one another. How can we pray for one another? Hang on. I have an opportunity to tell you that. So they were devoted in prayer. By the way, we have a prayer service, 1030, every Sunday, 30 minutes before the service. There are people praying for the seats you're in and in this room. So you could join us. Anybody can join us, okay? All right, so a healthy church is a devoted church. Number two, a healthy church is a giving church. We see this in 44 and 45. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give anyone who had need. This is New Testament fellowship, sharing life together. It's kind of like, remember, and I know not everyone had a great experience with, with COVID. You lost friends. You lost family members. I realize that. But remember when, when COVID kind of started and everybody just shut down and we were all in their house, right? We, sh- we shared space. We shared space together. And we didn't really leave the house much. And we, we shared moments I remember our kids, we assigned every night, had a kid do uh, a, uh, a Bible study to where they pr- uh, prepared it. What else are we going to do, right? And so it kind of reminded me of that time where we're, we're sharing one another. And notice, it was generosity with a purpose in this passage. Generosity with a purpose. Just like we are giving to Ukraine. We're giving to help Ukraine. Now, that's above and beyond our tithes and our, our, our regular tithes, our regular giving. It's called an offering, and so as we give that offering, we're able to, to help others. So it's with purpose. Not one person went hungry or slept in the streets in the early church. A healthy church exercises radical generosity. They exercise incredible generosity. We have got to be a giving church. And I'm not talking about just collectively. I'm talking about individually. Okay? You as a person, give a tithe. We, we, there are so many ways you can give. We share that every week. But give to the Lord. And I want to encourage you. I know we have high gas prices. I heard that the lowest I've seen were in Rome. So you may want to drive all the way to Rome. Fill up your car and drive all the way back if you want to do that. But there's, I know there's high gas prices. There's high inflation. I, I get it. But can I tell you something? I encourage you, because we're all in this together, right? I encourage you, just continue your giving, because I believe God is going to show you that he's going to take care of your needs. God is going to show, hey, who who do you believe in? Do you put your trust in yourself? (laughs) Do you put your trust that that the gasoline taxes are going to be eliminated, and and you're depending on your, your government officials for that and stuff? Or are you going to depend upon me? He's asking this question of all of us, of the church, who you're going to trust. Who are you going to trust? I encourage you to be a giving church. A healthy church is a giving church. So a healthy church is, de- is, um, is a devoted church, is a giving church. A healthy church is a united church. 
A united church. We see this in, in verse 46. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Should be united. They were involved in each other's lives constantly. You know, there's a saying that half the job of a good church member is showing up. You cannot build relationships if you aren't meeting with God's people. In a healthy church, there is regular interaction. So we as a church want to help provide those, and we are, provide those opportunities for you to be united, to just get to know one another and to move forward in unity. Our church recently voted in three elders, unified in that. Our church recently um, uh, took out a loan to help with our ministry center, okay, which just, just passed inspection for electricity last week, so that's good. We're, we're getting there, praise the Lord. And so we are united together, the elders and I. We have a meeting tomorrow. We, we meet once a month. Our next meeting is tomorrow. We're going to spend time in prayer, seeking the Lord, asking the Lord, Lord, where, what do you want of us as a church? And I love all three of these men. And we are united as a church, and it's, it's, it's so great. So a healthy church is a, is a devoted church. A healthy church is a giving church. A healthy church is a united church. And last, a healthy a healthy church is a worshiping church. A healthy church is a worshiping church. Verse 47, it says, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. They were praising God. They were, uh, praise is a verb, a verb and it appears to always in, include verbal praise. Not just, not just quiet personal praise, which that's, that's good worship, but outward exuberant praise. He speaks of lively worship. We do this on Sundays. It's important for you to have that. I mean, this is why it's important to have both your personal time with the Lord and collective uh, service. Because I don't think you pull out the guitar and your foot pedal and you crank it up. I don't think so. If you do, just let me know because we, we'd love to invite you into the band. But I don't think you do that and, and lift praise up to him. I don't think you get on the drums and start banging on the drums and, and, and praise uh, the Lord with that. By the way, our drummer is, is a singer. All these guys can sing, okay? Is that just Logan and Olivia? So all these guys can sing. I've heard them. They're great. But, but it, you want to have that personal time with the Lord, just you, just singing softly. You by yourself, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Or you can say, I am weak, but he is strong. You know how powerful that is? That's powerful, incredibly powerful. But you know what's also powerful? Coming together with other people and just raising your voice and raising your hands and just singing out in praise. It's not either or. It's all of the above. It's all of the above. So a healthy church is a worshiping church. And we are so, we are so blessed to have a team that leads us into worship. And then that's, that passage closes out with this Simple statement. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being 
saved. The Lord added to their numbers daily. Everybody say daily. Daily, those who were being saved. You say, well, Frank, that's, that's because the apostles were there. You know, God did, God did different things when, uh, when the apostles were there. I don't believe that. I mean, yeah, the, the church was born, yes. And, and, and those disciples, those apostles who actually knew Jesus, walked with Jesus, yeah, they, they were connected in mighty ways. But can I tell you something? It's the same power. It's the same power, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. If you've invited Jesus in your heart and your life, now lives in you. That same power. And so, he added daily. Now, how in the world does he added, add daily to those who were being saved? It's because it's a healthy church. The healthy church. A healthy church is a devoted church, devoted to the word, devoted to one another, devoted to prayer. Healthy church is a giving church. We give until it hurts. If you aren't hurting, you're not giving enough. And that's, just, that's not me <laughs> talking. All right. just, I just want to encourage you to give to the Lord. And know this. God's going to take care of Lake Point Church. You don't, you don't give to help out God. God, let me, let me help you out. Let me, let me tithe the Lake Point Church. No, God's going to take care of that. Tithing is for you. God doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. And often, your money is tied to your heart. And so, God wants you to give. Be a generous church. And a healthy church is a united church. We're knotted together and a healthy Healthy church is a worshiping church. And again, these are not things that you just do here on Sundays. But it's stuff that you, we all do in the week, anytime you can. You may not be able to do it every day. I try to do it every day. I don't. I don't. I'm just, I'm human. I'm, an, I'm a regular guy. Okay? So, but just, just try. Get to the point to where you want to do that. All right. So you have before you in your seat, and if you don't have these, you can find some around. I know some of you here on the front row. May you front rowers, praise the Lord, that's good. You might have to go back and get some over there. If you don't have one, there'll, there'll be some booklets. But you have this book, and then you have this, this thing right here. I'm going to spend some time on what we are doing. So this is full-on application. I love application. I love to apply what we are doing. As a church. And I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes, maybe, uh, talking through some of this. This is high application. And so I want you to look at who's your seven. Who's your seven booklet? Okay? Now, this right here, I've been telling you that this booklet was coming. I've actually, over the last couple of weeks, I've given you a, a few sort of pages out of this book to sort of tempt you um, that what's going to be inside. But this right here, is, um, is basically our initiative. So you turn to the first page, the vision. We are boldly praying and believing for 280 people to become regular attenders of Lake Point Church by our 10-year anniversary on February 10th, 2023. We're already in talks with the, uh, with the Champion Center here at Emerson to have our 10-year anniversary. Now, you may say, 280 people? You gotta be kidding me. Hey, can I tell you something? We didn't just pull that number out of thin air. We didn't roll the dice. No. You know what we did? 
We prayed. We prayed. And guess what? The Lord answered. The Lord answered. And we believe, we believe that God wants us to boldly walk forward in this. Now, understand this. The Holy Spirit grows a church, but the Holy Spirit uses the church. We are the hands and feet, okay? So, the strategy, pray, invite, connect. Pray, invite, connect. Ask the Lord to reveal seven people in your life who are not attending a church. Pray for those seven by name, one for each day of the week. You have people in your life who do not attend church. Now, they could be believers. They could have grown up in church, been baptized. Okay, that's fine. But if they're not going to church, they're out of fellowship. They need to be invited back into the fellowship. Okay, if they're unbelievers, bring them. Next week when we start the new series, what if it's true? That'd be a great time for you to invite. Invite them to a small group. Invite them to the ladies' retreat coming up in June. Okay? You can always... But, but again, you have seven people in your life. You need to ask the Lord. This is the first step. Prayer is the first step with everything. Okay? You and I, we need to pray. Lord, who are the seven people? Now, you're going to write down more than seven people. But... But you're, you're going to narrow it down to seven. You're going to brainstorm more than seven. And then those seven are going to come out. And, and you may not get all of them at once. You may have one or two at first. But then the more that you move through this strategy, the more that God is going to reveal those to you. You have about 11 or 10 months. Ready, set, go. So pray. That's the first thing. Next thing, Invite. Be intentional to invite your seven by sending a personal note card, inviting them to a meal, or through consistent casual conversations. Invite. Invite them. You, you don't have to start, hey, could you come to church with me? It may be, hey, could you come over for dinner? Hey, could we have coffee? And then while you're having that conversation, you talk to, hey, where, are, you, are you attending church anywhere? Or, or what about your spiritual life? Or, or how is that? You know, and, and as we move forward in this, we're going to continue to give you more tools. This is just an introduction on this, but we, we're getting started. This is moving forward. So invite. And then three, connect. Help connect your seven to others in our church during our worship gatherings, fellowship events, Bible studies, and casual hangouts in your home. You can invite some people in your church who you think are kind of like these people. If these people are kind of weird... Look for weird people in our church because they're here. Look for weird people in their church and invite them to come. And then all your weird people can hang out together and come to church. It'd be great. But you can invite others in the church and connect and come to your home. So this next page uh, is, a, is a brainstorm. And I've actually passed this page out before. But now it's included officially in your book. So you can brainstorm different people in your family, your neighbors, work, school, Leisure activities, okay? All of this stuff, book clubs, garden club, sports teams, whatever, okay? So this is where you brainstorm names of people. Everybody can do this. Students can do this. Do you realize that our students are already ahead of you? They are. Our students are inviting their friends. 
And guess what? They're coming on Wednesdays, and they're also trickling in on Sundays. And they are already ahead of the game. So you don't want to, you know, lose out to some students. So, all right, next uh, page. So this right here, this double page here, this is where we can pray for them after God has, has, has given those to you. So choose one of your seven to pray for each day of the week. Pray for ways in which God can soften their hearts and reveal to you the best way to invite them. Pray for God to show you who to connect them with in our church. So basically, you have seven people, okay? And this is how we're going to get to 280. Remember that number? God gave us that number. We're just trying to do it. And we figured out, one of our elders actually figured out, hey, if we, and each, each uh, person invited seven people, well, guess what? That's 280, and so it's great, awesome. And so um, one of your seven would go to one each day of the week, and it works perfectly. So who's your, who's your person for Monday, for tomorrow? Who's your person for Tuesdays? And guess what? Every day you're gonna go to this, or if you wanna just put them in your phone, your Monday person, your Tuesday person, and pray for them. Pray for them. You have people around you in your life, in your different circles that you can pray for. You, you know people right now, I guarantee you, that are not here. They're not here, and they should be. And you can have them here. And begin praying. And, and I left you enough room to figure out ways, kind of strategic ways to invite them or maybe who to connect them with. Okay? And again, we're, gonna, we're about to introduce you to some tools that will help you with that. And then on these last few pages, invite and connect. Here are just some brainstorming opportunities that you can um, help invite people, okay? Share a church event through social media, okay? So some of you, if you took your phone right now and checked in at Lake Point Church on Facebook, okay, whatever, and you can follow us on Facebook, Lake Point Online, at facebook.com forward slash Lake Point Online, okay? You can follow us uh, on Twitter, same one, Lake Point Online. You can follow us on Instagram, Lake Point Online. We're not on Snapchat, <laughs> right? So you could follow us on all three of those social media platforms. And guess what? If you check in, especially through Facebook, if you check in through Facebook and say, hey, I'm at Lake Point, somebody in your friend group will be like, hey, you go to Lake Point? Well, I kind of live around the corner from them, or I'm kind of looking for a church. That's just different ways you can do them. Invite them to join with you on a walk, on a stroll, to the uh, uh, plan a play date with different sets of children. Invite them to dinner, coffee. Give them an invite card. Okay, I'm passing. We're passing an invite card to next week for Easter. You have an opportunity to do that. Um, tell them how awesome our free childcare is at, on Sundays. <laughs> we have awesome children's workers right now. Okay, led by the amazing Julie French, and uh, her and her team do an amazing job. So um, tell them you have a seat safe for them. Hey, don't just invite them to church. First of all, don't invite them to church and not show up. That's really bad. But don't invite them to church and, and not meet them. You want to meet them. In fact, I, I know some people, they'll invite them to breakfast at Doug's, okay? And then after breakfast, they'll just come here. And that's a great way for you to invite some people. So you've got all kinds of different ways to do that. And then they connect in the last page. Get them connected to our church mobile app. Order them a Lake Point t-shirt, okay? I think they're like $3 for kids, $5, okay, regular size. I mean, give them a Lake Point t-shirt, you know? Um, get them uh, connected to Right Now Media. We'll talk about that in just a moment. It's free, by the way. Right Now Media is free. I mean, we, we pay for it. You pay for it. 
okay, at a, at a, a very low cost, but it's free and it's a huge tool. Invite them to a small group that you attend. Connect uh, their kids uh, to activities for students and children, okay? Our students meet on uh, Wednesday nights at Lake Point Station, the best place in Bartow County to have an incredible uh, youth gathering because there's all, there's all kinds of stuff to do every Wednesday. So we meet there at 6.30 on Wednesdays. Invite them to a new member class. Some of you may want to be like, hmm, I may want to be a member, okay? And, and we're going to be, I'll show you how we're going to offer that here in the next month. We're going to offer a new member class, okay? You can be a part of that as well. Invite them to serve alongside you one Sunday, Okay, if you, if you uh, want to help with kids, help them, you know, or, or if you want to help with, uh, let them help you with coffee and uh, with, with, uh, with being a welcome person, you know, or greeter or whatever, setting up chairs. You know, we have a team that comes and sets up chairs every Sunday, okay? That's a great way for them for, uh, to get connected. Introduce them to someone with similar interests or stage of life. Uh, register them for a monthly lunch with guests after church. So what we're doing is we, um, next week, some of you already got this invitation, but all of our recent guests that have been here the last few weeks, we uh, we've, are inviting you to a lunch right after church here next Sunday, and it's free. And uh, it's going to be a taco bar, okay? So it's going to be awesome, and we'd love to um, have you come be a part of that. Make sure you let us know. But guess what? It's something we want to do on a regular basis, it's an opportunity for you to be able to connect with them because we feel like Sundays right after church give us an opportunity just to have a quick lunch and to be able to meet with people, introduce them to others, and so on and so forth, and get them connected to our online church directory. Speaking of which, can you get out your phone? Get out your phone. I encourage you to, to do that. So on, on your phone, again, and I know not everybody has this, and for those who do not, um, we have a way to actually print out a pictorial directory. So go to your app store and download Instant Church Directory. Instant Church Directory. I think we have a slide uh, for this as well, some instructions. And, and, and for those who are watching online, Instant Church Directory. Now, when you do that, the way you sign up and you log in is through your email. Now, can I tell you something? We, we have already entered, should have, everybody that's, that, uh, most everybody that's here, and if you're a regular watcher online, uh, we've already entered that email in there. And so you, you will need to sign up with your regular Gmail or whatever email you have. It doesn't matter. And so, but, but it needs to be the same email that you think we have as a church and how we have signed in uh, for you. Now, if you don't have um, if we don't have your email, correct email, then you can let us know. You can actually send an email to admin at lakepointonline.com and let us know of your contact information. Now, this is not just for anybody, meaning not anybody can just go and just download that, this, and then uh, search for Lake Point Church, you know, and, and put this in there. Not everybody can do that because we want it to be secure, right? <laughs> and so um, we've got to put your information in there, like your, your name and your email. But here's the incredible, amazing part of, of this. It's an online instant church directory. Remember the old days? When, back in the good old days, where we had picture directories, Okay. And they were cool because you can bring one home and it has a picture of the family and you have like the family members and, and all this kind of stuff and, and, and everything. Well, 
the good thing about that is that you, you had a printed copy. The bad thing about that is after a few months, it's outdated <laughs> because, you know, people move away or, or whatever. And so you're constantly have to do that, and it's a, it's a lot of money to do. Well, now in today's digital world, we have this incredible tool that we can do this. And so you should, after you get logged in, you should be able to uh, see family members, okay, as a family, okay? And by the way, parents, you could choose on your, on your profile if you want your, your, your kids' names to be on there, uh, students or minors, it doesn't matter. You could choose that. But just know this, that this is a great opportunity as a church where we can better connect. Because you know what I hear all the time? Even from people who are regularly attending our church, hey, I don't know that person. I don't know what that person looks like. How do I connect with that person? I get that all the time. Well, just like when we used to do the pictorial directory and bring them home, this right here is a way that we could do that, and it's right in our phones. Instant church directory. Put, sign up with your email that you think we have in our church, and if you have any problems, if you're not able to sign in, let me know or send it an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at lakepointonline.com. And that pictorial directory will help you do that. Now, you can um, add your family information. If you go to the top left, you can add a picture and update your family information. By the way, after you update your picture, um, it won't update immediately because guess what? The admin has to approve it in case, you know, people don't put the right thing on there, you know, whatever. And so we, we, uh, it may not show up immediately, but it's an opportunity for you to connect with our church. So we have that for you to do. Now, if you have this, I know this is a lot of application, high application. These are things that we can do as a church to help live out a healthy church. So this right here, card at your seat, there are several different things on here. If you turn to the side, we have the church directory. You have information on how to download that and to use it. Okay, instant church directory. And then the second thing we have is our church app. And again, with our church app, you have incredible ways um, to connect with our church. And um, we'd love for you to, uh, to use that. Uh, for serving, as we, as we read in this passage in Acts chapter 2, the body of Christ, they served one another. They served one another. Do you know that right now you have people serving you? Right now you have people serving you. Okay. You, you, you have people helping with the service. You, you have someone who's, who's, who's with security, who's making sure we're all good while you're in service. For those who are watching online, we have a production uh, team who, who, who's providing that for you, okay? And uh, for those with children, you have, you have people watching your kids and teaching them about God's love. And so you have people serving. And so you can serve as well. How do you serve? You simply go to my spot. LakePointOnline.com forward slash my spot. You can do you don't do all this right now. This is why I want you to bring this home. This is your homework. This is how you're gonna connect with our church. Okay? Flip over. Four ways to give. You can give online. You can give right in our app. Okay? If you have the app, you can actually hit the the, the heart symbol right there at the bottom, and it takes you straight to giving. Groups. We are starting new groups. We have groups meeting on Sunday morning, Sunday night, uh, Wednesday nights, Saturday mornings. We have groups. 
And groups is a way, it, 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 for us to be a healthy church, to live what, what the early church did in Acts chapter 2, we need to be able to fellowship with one another, to break bread together, and to talk with each other, okay? Rows are good. Circles are better. Rows, Sunday morning, that's a good thing. Circles are better. That's small group. We're facing each other. We're talking. We're communicating with that. And so I would want you to make sure you get into a group. How do you find that? Like pointonline.com forward slash groups. You'll see a map of where our groups meet and will meet. And you'll see uh, different group options and who are the leaders of the groups. And also how you can contact the group. We have given you all the tools that you need. By the way, you, can, you don't have to have your phone just to do this. You can do it on a computer. And for those who want to get in the group, you don't have a computer or, or a phone. Hey, I'm old school. I'm good. When I was, when I was a teenager, we didn't have the internet. <laughs> All right? So I, I get it. So just let us know. Let me know. And we can make sure we get you plugged into a group. And then the last but not least, Right Now Media. Right Now Media, I cannot tell you how much of, of a tool this is. You can actually scan the QR code with your phone, go to your camera, scan this, and it'll take you right there as a sign-up. It's free. Okay, parents, little kids, there are tons of little kids' shows and, and Bible uh, uh, stories, cartoons on there. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Adults, or students, Students, there's incredible things for, for youth. How you have speakers that speak, on your, uh, speak at your level and to help you to identify some of the issues you could be having as students and how you can overcome that. Adults, there's tons of things about finances, about marriage, about uh, singles. Okay, singles, there's lots of things on there as well. And, and also, there's opportunities for you, to, uh, for you to grow in your faith individually. Okay, men, there's things in there for men. There's things in there for ladies, okay? Ladies have different issues than men. Men, okay, we've got different things than the ladies do deal with. And so there are, there are video-based Bible studies, okay, that are there. And guess what? It's free, okay, for you. Like, it didn't cost you a dime. And you can look through that, and you can, I encourage you as a family, as a couple, okay, as an individual, to go through that and use it, and you will see what an amazing tool that Right Now Media is. So, I say all this, and I give you all this information as I, as I sort of wind down. And I know this is, this is heavy application, okay? So, it's just like, it's like the doctor. If you go to the doctor and you get a checkup, what is the doctor going to do? He's going to give you some application. He's going to tell you what to eat, what not to eat, how much you need to sleep, you know, things you need to start changing, Okay, and your lifestyle, some med- medications you need to start taking or not taking or whatever. And so just like that, it's high application. Today was high application for that. But just know this. We want to be a healthy church. We want to be a healthy church. And as we close, here's what I want us to do. One more application. I want us to pray. So every head bowed, every eye closed. Here's what I want us to do. This is, this is not necessarily about you. This is about someone else. I want you to think of someone in your life. You may have lots of them, but just narrow it down to one. Think of someone in your life who is not attending a church. 
You got their face visualized in your head? You got their name? I want you to pray for them right now. Just say a prayer. Something like this. Say, God, I just, I pray for them. I pray that they have a desire to want to know you and, and to get plugged into a local fellowship. And then pray, ask the Lord, how, how, what's the best way I can invite them? How do I intentionally invite this person? What do I need to do? And then ask the Lord, how do I connect them? Who do I connect them with? What other family, what other person? Who do I connect them with? And how do I do that? Heavenly Father, we, we just want to obey you. We feel like that you, um, you've given us a, a big, bold vision. And so, Lord, we just, we're just walking humbly in it, but also obediently. And so, Father, we pray for those seven people in our lives. Lord, we lift them up to you. Reveal those people to us. Show us how we can invite them. Show us how we can connect them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I appreciate so much you listening as the doctor was in the room, the doctor's in the house. And, um, but just know this, um, God wants us to be a healthy church. He wants us to be a healthy church. And, and, and I would not be doing my duty as pastor if I didn't give you ways to be the healthy church. Imagine if we went to your doctor and you have high blood pressure or high, high, high blood sugar and you have all these issues, okay? You, you have major heart issues and the doctor's like, you know, gosh, I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Just, you know, I'll just, I'll pray for you, right? Or good luck with that. I mean, that'd be crazy. It'd be ludicrous. Well, as your pastor, Dr. Frank, I just, I want to make sure you have the tools, you have the ability that we can connect with one another, connect with God, and be a healthy church. You don't want to miss next week. I know I said that every week. You don't want to miss next week. Okay? I'm super excited about that new series. All right. You guys good? Love you guys. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week.